Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Well, amen. This is Pastor Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church, and I sure appreciate you listening to the Treasures of Truth podcast and uh, this is episode number 20, and I want to go to the book of Matthew, uh, Matthew's Gospel today, chapter number 7, and we're going to be dealing with the subject over the next couple podcasts, and uh, on the subject of how much more, how much more. It's a phrase uh, that we find here in Matthew's Gospel, chapter number 7, and uh, I want to just deal with that and the subject of prayer and uh, give you a few thoughts uh, today out of that. Um, if, if I were to ask uh, you or ask some young person, a young child in the church, uh, if I was to go in this coming Sunday, this coming Lord's Day, and ask a child, how can I be a good Christian or what makes a good Christian? That is a question that uh, would be answered probably in a variety of ways, but here here's how... Some would answer that. Well, read your Bible. Uh, some would say, go to church. Some would say, you tithe, you pray, you worship. Uh, even the youngest among us know uh, the value of doing those things because it's the basics of, of being a Christian. And and yet every week, here's the question I, I, I want to uh, pose to you. Why are there empty seats if being a Christian is being faithful to the church? Why are there dusty, unread Bibles in our homes when reading the Bible is an answer that we would receive if somebody said, how can I be a good Christian? Why are those in the church that rob God and don't pay tithes to the Lord, which are His, by the way, the tithe is the Lord's, uh, if that is part of being a good Christian? And then the one that most of us would not want to admit to is the subject of prayer, why we don't pray or why we don't pray more. And uh, those are the basics. I mean, faithful to church, reading your Bible, worshiping, uh, giving of your offerings, and praying. Those are the basics of Christianity. And I've got a question here before we read this text. Are you satisfied with your prayer life? Are you satisfied uh, with your prayer time with God? And uh, are you spending enough time uh, in what Jesus said, the closet, praying in secret, and your Father rewarding you openly. Uh, our prayer lives are probably the greatest need in our churches. Uh, I believe it's my greatest need, and I pray. I read my Bible daily and uh, do my best to stay faithful to the Lord. And uh, But I could pray more. I could pray more, and I do pray. Uh, but I feel like my prayer life sometimes, I, I want it to be greater. And here in the book of Matthew, chapter number 7, I want to read six verses to you. The Bible said in Matthew 7, 7, and when I read these verses, the question comes to my mind, why aren't you praying? Because listen to what the Bible says, Matthew 7, 7, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you whom, if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, 
know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. The question there that Jesus posed in verse 11, how much more? And in this text, in this passage, Jesus promises, I mean, there's promises here that he will respond to prayer if we will only pray them. And the question comes is, why are we not asking? I mean, do we not ask because we don't trust God? Did God lie? Has the devil convinced us that God lied? I mean, have the doubts of others caused us to believe that, that God lied? I mean, I boldly say Matthew 7, 7 is as much the Word of God as John three sixteen. 16. Uh, Matthew 7, 7 is just as inspired by the Holy Spirit as any other verse. And so the question is, why don't we ask? Do we not ask because maybe things are going so well? I mean, a lot of times, let's just be honest, our prayer life intensifies when trouble hits, when a burden comes, when a trial comes. I've learned that horrible truth of being a Baptist my whole life, uh, raised in Baptist churches, and my dad a pastor, uh, that, that horrible truth that we all should be ashamed of, that if there's no problems, there's no praying. If there's no battle, there's no burden. If there's no trouble, there's no tears. I believe prosperity that we are seeing, uh, that we have seen uh, over the last generation has absolutely robbed us of revival. Prosperity has robbed us, to, robbed us of, of a move of God because we've had it so good that there's been no need to pray, which we think, but there really is a need to pray. We've had it good for so long in America, maybe why our churches are dying. I read this one time, and I thought it was pretty good. It said, God wants us to give us something, uh, he, but, but can't because our hands are already full. There's nowhere for him to put it. Can I read that again? God wants to give us something, but he can't because our hands are full. There's nowhere else uh, for him to put it. And sometimes I think prosperity and, and the... Uh, untold blessings that we enjoy as Christians in America, the freedom of religion, the freedom to worship God without persecution, uh, the abundance of blessings. I mean, we have good jobs. We have good homes. For the most part, we have every need uh, that we need supplied. It's there. And so, you know, it could be that we don't trust God. could be that things are going so well. Uh, it could be that maybe we regard God as just a like an airman regards his parachute. You know, that God's just there for emergencies, but we hope we never have to use him. <laughs> God is not a spare tire. How disrespectful to the Lord that is. And, and, and how many times have we not talked to God for two days, three days, even five, six, ten, sometimes in some folks' lives, months, but let trouble hit. And there they go to the trunk of their spiritual car and pull God out because, you know, they've had a flat. And, uh, boy, that is a slap in the face of God. I read where one preacher said this on his deathbed. I thought it was pretty powerful. He said, if I had to do it all over, I would do more praying and less preaching. Man, that strikes my heart. He said, if I had to do it all over, 
I would do more praying and less preaching. Do we not ask because we don't trust God? Do we not ask because maybe things are going well? Do we not ask because, you know, we just use God when we need Him? Do we not ask because we're too busy doing other things? When I read that by that preacher, when he said, I would do more praying and less preaching, I said, how could that be? Isn't preaching a high calling? Absolutely. Doesn't God choose the foolishness of preaching? Yes, He does. But did you know preaching is in vain without praying? Preaching is in vain without praying. A preacher should never get in the pulpit until he's bathed that sermon, that outline, the words that he's going to speak in prayer. You know, because when we preach, people listen. But when we pray, God listens. And when we preach, people act. But when we pray, God acts. And when we, when we preach, we move people. But when we pray, it moves God. And boy, we need a real, real large inventory of our prayer lives. See, God doesn't always answer our prayers on our timetable, but He does always answer us if we pray. Wouldn't it be terrible if we wake up someday in, in eternity and we discover that God intended to save a soul or bring a great revival, but it was thwarted because of our prayerlessness? In Matthew chapter number 13, Jesus, uh, we learn about the role of faith in the miracles of Jesus. Uh, in verse number 58 of chapter 13 of the book of Matthew, listen to these powerful words. He did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. Our unbelief can block the miracles of God. Another passage about prayer, James said in chapter 4 verse 2, you have not because you ask not. Is it possible that God is waiting for us to pray before He acts? How much more could God do if you and I would stop talking about prayer and, stop, and start praying? In our churches, we have prayer lists. We have prayer requests. We have prayer rooms. We have Wednesday night prayer meetings. We have songs that we sing about prayer. What a friend we have in Jesus and sweet hour of prayer, and other verses. But are we praying? I want you to think about that today. Wherever you're listening, whether it's morning or night, have you prayed today? Do you plan on praying today? Because prayer is the greatest necessity of the church today. For somebody to take it on themselves, not to, not to just you know, hope that someone else is praying. But am I praying for myself? Am I praying for my family? Am I praying for my church? Am I praying for my lost friends and loved ones? How much more could God do? I want you to think on that, and I want you to join me for the next podcast. We're going to get further into this thought on prayer, on how much more. Hey, go out today or tomorrow if you're listening in the evening. Go out tomorrow or today and be salt and be light. God bless you. Till the next podcast.